0: Let's begin. Today, the RV is headed to snowy Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to speak with James Quinn. James is an actor, writer, producer, and director. Check him out, his films Sandman and The Consumer, which are out now. James, welcome to The Relatable Voice.
1: Lucia, thank you for having me. It's nice to see you today.
0: It's my pleasure. I was looking forward to going back to Pittsburgh. Nothing
1: <laughs> so, like the steel city in the winter, huh?
0: Yeah. So, James, I used to live in Pittsburgh, too, as I told you before. I love this city. And I know that people in Pittsburgh use some specific slang, such as ins. <laughs> that oh, yeah, yes, yep.
1: that's a big one there.
0: Which, to those who don't know, is the Pittsburgh version of y'all. Is that correct? Yeah, if you hear or
1: yinzer, yinzer, That's definitely that's a Pittsburgh y'all. Yep.
0: So y'all, James. What other slangs do you guys have?
1: Uh, it's you know what I I try to to keep a, a healthy balance on myself, but it's um it's almost just like an extra drawn out um uh, version of whatever somebody's gonna say you know like so if they're going like okay instead of saying down sometimes you hear them say down instead they emphasize the the a in the middle there so it's like hey i'm going downtown today uh-huh. and so i'm gonna go see donnie iris you know um uh-huh. so these are things you hear people say in pittsburgh all the time uh, it's just a little emphasis a little extra push on on the uh the middle of the word
0: mm-hmm. it's, it's
1: funny because you, you live here so long and sometimes you don't even realize it's happening you know
0: and take yeah. like somebody
1: from the outside you go what what did he say yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's just he's just telling you he's coming down to see you.
0: And what are some fun things to do in Pittsburgh? Oh, this time of
1: year is great. Uh, PPG Plaza, they have the outside ice rink. You know, I'm, I'm an ice hockey player myself, I've been my whole life, so any chance we get to go out, on yeah, it's a big hockey town in Pittsburgh, big football town, so if you love sports, we have awesome museums you know if you're into the culture and the art scenes um there's so much to do in pittsburgh we built up the entire city over the years so that we're kind of friendly to almost anything you can think of anymore um which is great uh we're, we're almost like uh a new york and you know, virginia and uh, um miami all in one you know we just we have so much happening here that it's and the film scene has just been phenomenal lately and then the music scene um everything's been growing man and i think that's that's fantastic because it's i've seen a lot of of uh, the scene start to spike over the last 10 years and, and the in the upward direction. So a lot more people getting involved and taking a chance than used to. And then everything's the market's really building. I'm, I'm proud of it.
0: Yeah, I love this city. And I can't forget the day I saw the YouTube show in Highsfield Stadium. Is that correct? H- yeah, Highsfield. Yep. Yeah, we well, they just made
1: they made a name change to it not long ago to AccuSure Stadium, yeah. but yeah, it's it's Heinzfield in my heart still.
0: Yeah, I saw that they changed the name, but I couldn't memorize it. So it,
1: it's a tough one; it takes a little getting used to. Yeah, yeah.
0: So James, can you share something our audience wouldn't know about you?
1: Oh, um, yeah. Um, let's see here. So, well, they, those that, that do know me or don't know me, I'm an actor, which you stated. Um, but I, I, I love sports, fitness, nutrition. Um, I like writing poetry and, and writing in and stories and short scripts and things like that in my free time. Uh, kind of just taking in the. I like history. You know, a lot of people don't. know. I just I, I really like to to go to new places and take in the history of the area and find out what it's all been about and see who stood there before you. I'm really kind of obsessed with history in the past, um, which is probably why if anybody knows me knows that Back to the Future is my favorite film ever and so I, I'm just kind of fixated on what's what's taking place before me you know and seeing where those people stood and, and how they came to be where we are today so that's that's something about me that a lot of people may not
0: know and I'm very curious to know how did you first get into acting and what was your first role?
1: Oh, geez. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Like I guess I was saying Back to the Future is my favorite film. I think that's when I first got the bug as a kid, just, just seeing it. I was a little kid when it came out, uh, but it was bigger than life. You know, The story drew me in, just being in the theater, cinema in general, uh, the larger-than-life characters. And so I, I finally got an opportunity to do some background work uh, in the high school. And so I got to work on the movie Sudden Death with Jean-Claude Van Damme. And, uh, just seeing that whole world take place was mesmerizing Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see and do more, you know. And so I just started doing both plays and commercials. But well, my first role ever would have been in a sixth grade play. I, I played uh, in, in A Christmas Carol, Fred Scrooge, Ebenezer's nephew. That would have been the first time I ever took a shot at acting whatsoever. Don't think it went very well, but uh, I have fond memories of the experience. And uh, looking back on it, it's what probably got the ball rolling for me. So,
0: And I see you wear a lot of heads, James. Other than acting, you write, you direct, you produce as well. So, what is your favorite part of filmmaking process?
1: I love it all, but I mean, if I if I had to pick one area, first and foremost, I'm an actor. That's that's my love. Um, I love bringing a character and a story to life. Uh, recently, I've had a, an opportunity to bring a couple characters from books that have been published to life, and that's been a lot of fun. Um, I just I just like watching diving into a world as, as, as a new character and somebody that you're not in your everyday life and, and just really just getting lost in the role. I think there's something intoxicating about that. Um, but I love it all. I, I love writing. Writing's probably my second favorite. Producing I do you know on, on Second Nature because you know I've just gotten accustomed to doing it, so it's it's something I don't mind. But maybe not something I want to do every day. Uh, but acting for me has just been. Just to be able to get lost and, and you know submerged in a, in, a, in a world that's not your own it's just, there's just something about that and uh yeah that's that's my first love
0: and you've been involved in over 50 projects yeah a lot more than that that's probably just
1: what what they have up on like imdb and then the creditor roles and there's there's so much floating out there that probably either hasn't seen the light of day or you know just kind of got lost somewhere in the shuffle over the years but yeah uh, a bare minimum of that yes that's a lot, yeah.
0: It's a lot. And what has been your favorite character to play so far, and why? Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I I have a few, but I mean, the top one for me would be my film that I did in, in the recent last few years called Sandman. I played Grady Sanders, and the reason I would say that it's my favorite maybe just because it's as close to I've ever come to actually playing myself. Um, I wrote the story, and it was based loosely on my own life's experiences. You know, um, the guy that that worked in the union, went up against, you know, corrupt politics and things of that nature and was kind of forced back into the ring to save his home and his family. Um, So there's a lot in there that kind of mirrored my own life. And so it's really close to me. And so we won a lot of awards for it and we took it around the world and it got us some recognition. So I'm real happy about that. Uh, That would be the closest for me.
0: Yeah, I was seeing it. And I have to tell you, it's a very good movie, and oh, also you. yes, and you are an ex-boxer. Yes, ma'am. So it yeah, helped. It quite a, a while lot. ago.
1: Just amateur boxer, yeah. But it was it was quite a while ago. But it's something that I, I learned young, and you know, I just couldn't wait to bring it into cinema to help tell my story because I got to do it all over again, it was, which was really good for me and help get myself back in shape again too, so we can live that healthy life, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So you also directed it or just well
1: i i produced and and wrote and then lead acted. i did not direct it uh it was directed by a gentleman named simon hercini a friend of mine that's been a director out of the pittsburgh area did a wonderful job um but yeah i have directed other films but not Sam. man i was too close to that one i didn't want to get in that seat
0: it's very impressive to do all these things at the same time and your last film was a short called The Consumer.
1: Yeah, that would have been the most recent to come out, yes. Yeah. It was in 2021. Yeah, that was uh probably June of, of 2021 that one had come out, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. My and- most
1: recent that I filmed was the 12th letter, but that one's not out yet. It's at the film festivals right now and it's it's doing really well. But yeah, the consumer was one that I had written as well, and, and um we did lead a co-lead acted in and it was a great time. It's film noir which was, you know, a lot of fun for me to do the old black and white and just kind of use that old school dialogue and slang and just kind of kind of going back to yesterday again, in every regard, traveling through time again, but just kind of paying homage to what made cinema so great to begin with.
0: And is it going to be shown on Netflix or any place that, where we can see it? We hope
1: so. It's actually, it did well in the film festivals and, and it's been out there. We put the shorter version out there for people to see on YouTube. But it's being pitched right now as a series to different networks. I can't say who right now because nothing's concrete, but we know that the, the goal for that was to bring that to network and show it as a series. And hopefully in multiple seasons, really get to tell the full story. Um, I think people would really enjoy it.
0: Oh, nice. Congratulations. Well, oh, thank you. Can you quickly tell us about the consumer and what inspired you to create this story?
1: Uh, we're looking for something really different to do. Uh, I think I, I pulled a little bit of the inspiration from film noir and the old Humphrey Bogart movies, but also from Johnny Depp in the secret window. Um, the kind of like that character that didn't really know that he was the bad guy. Uh-huh. A lot of it, for those who might not have seen it, I don't want to spoil that movie, but it was, it was fantastic. And so that I think film noir mixed in with that particular movie kind of inspired the consumer to where the female character in my film is kind of like in hiding and doesn't really know what to do when she's got an old mob boss coming to get her she's in witness protection and she doesn't know how to save herself because he's going to be there any minute and then this consumer shows up to help her much like the character in, in Johnny Depp's secret window mm-hmm. to where he comes and meshes his life with 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 Johnny's life but in this case she doesn't know either that she's really him so these two characters are really one and the same person and I think that's He's got a past with her, but I think he's coming back to to basically live through her in current times and save her. But they have to become one in order to do it. And so I think it, it's one of the ones you just kind of have to see it more to understand. But if you've seen um, Secret Window, then I think you kind of know where I'm going with it. It's uh, it's one of those psychological thrillers that messes with your head till the end.
0: I love psychological thrillers. And we got
1: action and, and, you know, some martial arts and things like that going on in there. So that was a lot of fun to bring that into a film noir, too.
0: Out of curiosity, how is the character, Brady Sanders, like you? I mean, personality.
1: Very much so. Um, I would say he's more of where I came from. Not as much as where I am now. But it's kind of what built the bridge for me to become who I am today. So uh, we are very much one in the same. It's just, you know, that was my demeanor and my personality back then. And we're, we're going back, you know, 12, 13 years now. To where this my my real life's character was was going through this, and not not the, the film character, but um, I think yeah, just being in the union, being the ex-boxer, dealing with the politics, you know, having the financial burdens, all of that was happening in my real life at the same time, and so what you saw on screen was more or less me reliving that. So that was reliving it as I would have done it the first time around. And so I think it was very much who I am, yes.
0: Is there a genre you haven't done yet that you would be interested in trying?
1: Uh, there's so many. I, I just, I can't even think offhand which particular, you I mean like a style of role? Like,
0: Maybe, uh, let's say romantic. Have you ever
1: acted? You know what, I really haven't done a lot of that. I, I get a lot of action roles. I get a lot of drama, uh, even comedy. So yeah, I guess I probably got into the romantic side of things mildly over the years, but yeah, maybe like a nice romantic comedy or a Hallmark type film. That's something that I haven't gotten to do yet. That'd be kind of cool. You know, cause I think we all grew up watching those, those type of films. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I did, I haven't really got to do a lot of that. That would be great. I'm open. I'm open to a lot though. I love doing drama. I love doing action. Uh, anything that that is, is quick pace. That's always me, but you want to challenge yourself too. So sometimes you got to slow your own brain down and say, Hey, what's out there and so I'm, I'm open to a lot of different things and i'm you know the sky's the limit as far as i'm concerned um, as long as the rules keep coming I'm, I'm happy as can be
0: and james what would be your dream collaboration or let's say who would you like to work with oh
1: that's good okay i got i got a few of them but uh number one for me would probably be michael keaton uh, who's also from Pittsburgh, which you know from from living here, and uh, it doesn't get much bigger or better than Michael Keaton. Probably one of my biggest inspirations to to wanting to get into the business. Um, Michael J. Fox, Michael Kane There's there's so many. There's a lot of Michael's, um, But there's so many people. Humphrey Bogart. I will never get to do it, but you know he was a big inspiration. I, I just love the style of character. But if I if I could have one today, and if it's you know, and I believe it is doable, it would be Michael Keaton. In any type of film because he's yeah. great at all of them and there's not a genre he can't handle.
0: I remember him on Batman.
1: Always will be my favorite Batman. I will argue that probably till the end of time.
0: So, and you've also been a casting director for a few projects. It must be interesting for you to sit on the other side of the process. What is the best advice you've ever received regarding the audition process?
1: Probably to just slow it down. Because like I said, I I tend to be quick in nature. I move a lot. I talk with my hands sometimes like I'm doing. Um, Just kind of just come in, fill the room out. If if you get to do your audition in person, a lot of days we're doing just like you and I are talking right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But just basically slow it down, fill the room out, make good eye contact when you're in there. But give people an idea of who you are besides the role you're going out for. Um, confidence is key, and and I think if you take your time with it and make good eye contact and fill out the room, I think that's that's something that the director sees right away is confidence. And I know that's something I look for when I'm on the other side of the table, somebody that I'm going to mesh well with, somebody that's confident in themselves, but they're not you know
0: too arrogant either. People get so nervous. I think it's normal, of course, to get nervous when you are. Uh... Oh, very
1: normal absolutely if you should get nervous every time or you're not doing something right um, mm-hmm. I think once you get in there though and the camera's rolling and you know you, you start talking with everybody within that first minute or two you kind of forget that that's happening and so you kind of break back to where you need it's kind of a rush though it's a great feeling for an actor it's something that I enjoy doing I love the audition process I do it a lot in fact I have another one tonight um so we just you know it's something that we do it's, it's second nature it's it's always nerve-wracking because you want to do it right but you just kind uh, you leave it all in the room, and at the end of the day, you know if, if they call you, it's a bonus.
0: And James, what inspires you?
1: Life. Um, I'm I'm self-driven. I I love forward progress. Um, so I just being able to create and do something fresh. If I see something that I don't believe it's been done or hasn't been done in a particular way, I want to try. It. I want to try it first, but I want to go after it with everything I got. Um, I I what inspires me is seeing people that are like me and have that energy and they won't stop until they get to where they want to go. I, I want to see not just forward progress, but exceeding one's expectations. And so I like a challenge um, when somebody tells me it can't be done or, you know, sorry, it's it's not your turn or not your time. that inspires me beyond belief, because I'm going to show you every time that, yeah, one way or another, I'm going to get it done. And so probably, yeah, just being being able to overcome what is perceived as the impossible and making it just merely improbable.
0: It's great to have a positive attitude and belief in the powerful force that help us to overcome challenges and achieve our goals.
1: There's a lot to be said for power of positive energy. It's very, very powerful. And then the same with negative. They're both very intoxicating, very contagious. But there's nothing you can't do with positive energy. You, you know, if you find like-minded people, those are the people you want to be with. You don't. You want to stay far away from the negative because you'll, you'll never get anything accomplished with that. Mm-hmm. People tell you your entire career that you can't do it, you can't get it done. You just you can't listen to it. You have to smile, go the other way, and, and just forward progress. Keep your mind focused on on your goal. You know, and you can't listen to any of that. If you listen to that, you're done before you get started.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's and that's for anything in life. It doesn't. It doesn't just pertain to acting or music or. You know, it could be the construction industry, it could be the art industry. Just, you know, just listening to the negative can stop you before you even get forward. So you don't want to do that. You want to just, you want to find people that are, are very like-minded. And I think, that, you know, positive influences lead to positive armies, right?
0: Yeah, totally. And James, are you currently working on anything new you would like to share with us?
1: Well, yeah, well, so two things. One, I just finished the 12th letter that we were talking about based on um, author Jackie Havorka's new book, uh, and that's the book is coming out. The film is doing very, very well in the, in the festivals right now. We just started over the last few months, and we're overwhelmed by the response that we're getting and it's, it's basically you know really sending a positive message for our veterans. Uh, getting to play a war veteran was was something very um, spiritual for me, I think, something that I hadn't got to do before. and uh, and I, just to see how they're taking to it, that's that's a great feeling. So please be on the lookout for that. Uh, you can support us on all ends of social media at the twelfth letter. And I have a new project that we're getting ready to work on called Strange Angels based off author Ernest Keegan's new book that's been out on Amazon for a little while now. Um, And so that's also going to dive back into the world of film noir again. So we're looking at different avenues. We want to go with that. We're pitching it as a series and also as a standalone film. So it's kind of what our meeting's about today is to kind of find out which way we want to take it. Um, But it's it's crime drama. It's more boxing. You know, and that's something that we really love. So we get to kind of. Put all of our worlds together again and have a good time. And uh, it's really something fun to be said about bringing a book to life too. You know, as, as a writer and author, you know, you know, if you can see your 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 writing come to life on screen, that's pretty cool.
0: Please let us know when it's a right. if- Absolutely. Is there a message you would like to leave our listeners today?
1: Just if there's something you want to do in life, don't wait. Go for it. Give it everything you have. Again, don't listen to the negative. It's going to be there. Okay, it'll be there when you come back. Don't worry about that. Just give everything you have, you know, be authentic, be positive, be to set goals, you know, exceed your goals. If you're supposed to get up at 7am, get up at 6am. Just get it done. It's not going to wait for you. So, you know, this life is short, So, for something you want to do, you really should go after it. And positive energy can really do a lot of things. So.
0: Thank you. And where can we find you online?
1: All my social media, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, is uh, all at Real James Quinn. That's R E A L James Quinn, and um, also on IMDb, I believe it's at DJQ Way. So you, you'll be able to find, and my YouTube also at Real James Quinn. So there's there's a lot out there. Uh, you know, if you're ever on there, and I, I interact a lot, especially on Twitter and Instagram, you know, DM me or send a message, say hi. I like interacting, so I kind of get a feel for how we're doing, and maybe what else you want to see in the future.
0: Great. And also, I want to tell our listeners that you will be featured on the Relatable Voice magazine, so our listeners will be able to know a little bit more about you, see your pictures, and of course, to have your contacts there as well.
1: I'm so excited about that. Thank you guys so much for that. That's I see you're doing wonderful things with that magazine, and it's an absolute honor to be to be on your cover. Thank you.
0: We are super happy to have you. You do so many things and your attitude is very positive and this is something that we need. We need to be empowered and you are well, an excellent author, excellent actor. I'm honored to have you here today.
1: Well, the honor's all mine and I appreciate you bringing the RV back to Pittsburgh during the snowy season. But nice yeah. to, to take a ride on the RV and kind of See the sites with you.
0: Thank you, James. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.